Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Prairie Dumpster, the third episode of Prairie Dumpster. Um, I have zero prep work for this, and I have zero energy to do this right now. That's the kind of standard that I'm going to bring to this podcast, really, is just, uh, you know, no expectations. It's all about learning the craft Sorry, I know you're hearing shit. Just adjusting the microphone. It's all about learning. And it's all about improving. And it's all about getting comfortable. Ugh. Ugh. Who gives a shit? I had an incredible weekend. Um, it was really good. Wow. Not even a minute in. I'm already thinking about deleting this and starting over. But we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We're going to uh, stay the course. We're going to ride it out. I mean, if I have to do this podcast, then you have to at least listen to it. You know, no one's having fun here. It's not the point. It's not the point of the podcast. The point is to, uh, I don't know what the point is. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know who would listen to this. I wouldn't. I would be like, this is boring. This is this guy is killing my buzz. I had so much energy today. And then I put on this podcast called Prairie Dumpster. And um, before I knew it, I was, I, was, I don't know, just, just a general malaise set in. Just a, um, you know, just a haze of melancholy surrounded me just from this podcast. I mean, literally everything in my life was going great. I, I, I woke up with um, vigor and uh, with zest. And then I listened to this podcast. And now I, you know, I just don't, you know, I mean, what's, what's, uh, why was I even zestful? That's why I'm asking myself now. That's what this podcast taught me. Where the fuck did that zest come from? And why was it there? Because it had no business being there. I have no business having zest. I'm not a zest guy. God knows I can fake vest. Zest, not vest. Vigor, not zigger. Truth is, I'm hungover. I'm on the tail end of another three-day bender. And uh, it is Monday today. And... um, just too much drinking, I feel like. Just too much drinking. Too much unnecessary drinking. Too many bad decisions when drinking. All food related. And uh, now I'm in my apartment and I don't, uh, yeah, I don't feel well. I don't feel good. And fun times were had. We had fun. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of fun. Everything's so fun. It's all a lot of fun. But uh, I got to tell you, I'm getting I'm getting sick and tired of waking up feeling like garbage and having to piece myself together, like just barely scraping the pieces together by the time the evening rolls around and I've got another public appearance to make because I don't want to infect other people's good vibes with my bullshit. That's what this podcast is for. That's why I do the podcast is so that I can infect my listeners through here. 
I don't want to do that in my regular life. I like to bring a good time vibe to the place. But that good vibe is uh, tough, tough to bring places on day three. On day three of drinking and knowing that more drinking needs to take place. Um, it's a little tough to, to carry it. But I did for the good of the people. Um, and of course, you're probably thinking, well, why do you have to drink? I don't. I don't. And I know that. I don't. But I feel like I do when I'm there. And anyone who's on the booze, on the, on the sauce, can relate to that. See other people drinking and having a good time. You feel like a Debbie Downer when you're drinking club soda, which you're not. It's stupid booze logic. It's alcohol logic. Alcoholic. And, um, but that's how I feel. I feel like I'm bringing the party down when I'm not fucking hammered driving home, mowing down pedestrians on my way to Wendy's. It's like, that's what people expect of me. And you know what? That's what I'm going to give it to them. You know, I'm, that's what I'm going to deliver. <sighs> I mean, I had a great time. Friday, we had a show at the basement here in Winnipeg. Great, great venue. And um, the show was good. They make these old fashions that are deadly. I mean, they go down like apple juice. You're supposed to sip it like a Don Draper type character. I'm like, fuck that. I was chugging that shit. And uh, because it's, it goes down like apple juice. But there's a lot of booze in it. So before you know it, you're hammered. And you're, uh, you know, you're in a fight. And you're curb stomping someone. And, you know, you can feel their skull, you know, underneath the heel of your boot. And uh, you want to stop, but you can't. You can't stop stomping. And then you feel the skull give way. And uh, and then you know, man, I should have stuck with the beer. Those old fashions were a bad, uh, bad decision. But man, they taste good. Then we went to the uh, toad in the hole here afterwards. And then my good buddy Mike, Mike Green, very funny gentleman. He says, hey, I'll buy you guys a slice after the uh, after the bar. And I'm like, hey, that sounds like a lark. So we go there, and he gets us each a slice, and we have a slice of pizza. And uh, But that didn't, that was like, that was like a shark. Um, that was like a shark getting a drop of blood in a glass of water. It wasn't good. It gave me a... Yeah, it gave me the disease. I came home. I went straight to the phone. I ordered a Domino's pizza. The whole thing. Medium. It's Parmesan bites. It got ugly. It got ugly. It got ugly. Didn't finish it in one sitting. I'm proud. Proud of that. It's a little, you know, some discipline, some willpower. Self-control, really. But yeah, I woke up the next morning after about a good three-hour sleep and finished off the last three slices, and that made my stomach feel good. I like it when um, I like it when you belch and it feels like fire. That's a good time. I enjoy that. Yeah, I enjoy taking nine shits a day. That's a, that's fun for me. That was a good day, and of course, that's what I'm talking about. You know, I woke up like that, and uh, I think it was mostly a. 
it was mostly a, it was like half booze hangover, but mostly Domino's. That was a Domino's hangover. I'm at the age now where I'm starting to get hungover from food. Um, and the whole day I was just walking around chugging Gatorade. I knew I was hosting both shows at Rumors on Saturday night. So by the time I, from the time I woke up to the time I had to leave for the show, I had about five to six hours and um, of misery and suffering. And, um, yeah, that was not good, you know. I Like, I barely got myself together in time for rumors. But we did it. We did it. And I walked in and got a shot and a beer right away and started the train. Train out of the station. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. And again, had a good time, but I mean, I don't even know anymore what I'm doing. Like, I'm just sitting there, middle of the club, it's the late show, I'm just downing this chicken burger. Like, I haven't eaten in days. Chicken burger, whole plate of fries, just chugging ranch sauce like it's water. And, uh, and then, yeah, went home. Had a great night. It was great. Next day, I got to reset. And, uh, yeah, that was not a fun Sunday. It was Super Bowl Sunday. Big Super Bowl. I was hosting a gig at uh, Underdogs here in Winnipeg. And um, that was a rough one. I walked in there with uh, not, uh, not feeling well. But I sucked it up like a true man. Like a true warrior. I'm a bit of a warrior. I've got that warrior spirit in me. You know? You can kick me down. You can give me constipation. Mixed with diarrhea somehow. I'll fight through it. You know? I'll find a way to chug a beer. And I did. I have this house lager at Underdogs. It's so stupid good. Like, man, you can, you know, and I walked in there thirsty, like I needed a glass of water, but I just started drinking beer, so I was like, I was using the beer as a thirst quencher. That's not good. That's not healthy. But, um, but man, it's so good. And it was a great time last night. Super Bowl, man, what a game. I love watching a football game where you don't give a shit about the outcome, but a few people around you really do. It's fun to see their um, joy slash pain dichotomy. It's fun to see them go through the emotions of a game and not feel it. I like that. I like seeing other people ride the roller coaster from the ground. There was one Chiefs guy yesterday. He was like, I don't know, 19, 20 years old. And he was hard on the Chiefs, man. He was going in. Every time they did something good, he was like, yes, fuck yeah. And every time they fucked up, he was like, fuck. And it was <laughs> it was great. Great to see that. Rihanna. Oh, and the game, sorry, yeah. <laughs> The game was a classic. The game was crazy. 
Mahomes did his usual bullshit where he's like, oh, I'm hurt. Ah, I don't think I'm going to win this game. And then he wins. We know. We know, Patrick Mahomes. We know your script already. You can stop writing that hero script. All right, just dominate like you know you can. Stop being like, wow, I can't believe he pulled it out. It's like no one gives a shit. Just win the goddamn game. And when he did, what a champion. I always cheer for the underdog. So, you know, Tom Brady, after his first couple of Super Bowl wins, he's done. And Patrick Mahomes is way past done now. Like, I'm done with this kid. He's really, really good. And I hate it. Um, yeah, Rihanna. Rihanna had a performance. You should have seen it. Some girls at Underdogs yesterday. I mean, I, 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 I'm a complete idiot. I didn't realize Rihanna was such a draw. Incredible. It was like some girls. They looked like they were about to cry last night watching her. And we had the halftime show up, and this girl came up, and she's like, uh, "Is there any way we could turn this up now?" And I was like, oh, shit, yeah. So we turned up the TVs and old prego Rihanna's on this platform, which I thought was really weird. You know, she's, like, pregnant. And they got her hoisted up, like, 60 feet in the air in this stadium. It's like, dude. dude." And someone said, my buddy told me, he's like, oh, well, she must have been harnessed in from the top or something. It's like, even so. Like, she's pregnant. Like, we don't need her to fly. You know what I mean? We don't need her waving around, and we don't need all these fancy set beats. Just give her a stage, let her walk. She's already pregnant, for fuck's sakes. Like, can she just sing a song? She did, They should have just sat her in a chair. They have her dancing and shit. No one cares. Give her a lazy boy and let her just, you know, chill out and sing the tunes. But I think they lightened her load. She didn't do much too much moving. I mean, there was about 600 white dancers dressed in white parkas. They weren't actually white people, I don't think. Some of them probably, I don't know. I don't want to get into the racial racial aspect of the performance. But, um, yeah, she, uh, she had a good performance. That's all I got to say. What do you want from me, huh? Shut up. Turn this podcast. You're not even listening. No one's listening to this. So I don't have to do my job. <sighs> Overall, though, it was a good night. It was a great night. It was a great weekend. It was another great weekend. But I am starting to get a little concerned that... Um, I gained like eight pounds this weekend just through various sundries and uh, treats. I managed to tack on eight pounds and I know I can probably shit that out, but still I'm starting to consider and I have never really considered it, but I'm starting to consider uh, cutting out booze from my life. It seems a common pattern within successful people that they're like, you know, I just stopped drinking and everything turned around. And I'm like, hmm, weird. 
Yeah, I'm 36. I'm tired of hung, being hungover. It's not cute. And the thing is, is that I'm getting pretty drunk. I love to drink. It's just so fun. But it makes everything fun now. You know what I mean? Like, that's a bit of an issue. If you can sit at home, I can sit at home and I can be staring at the cupboards and be like, hey, this is pretty good. As long as I have a couple of beers in me, I'm like, this is okay. Yeah, this is like, what a great night. What a good time. It's like you're not, you're literally not doing anything. I should save my boozing for when it counts. Real important stuff. Funerals, weddings, Black Lives Matter rallies, shit like that, you know? We gotta save the drinking for when you're guaranteed to have a knockout time. I think that's what I have to do now. Because going dry, it's like, fine, yeah, you can go dry, cool. But I need to learn how to have two or three beers and then call it quits. I need to stay away from the... The goddamn shots are killing me. But who doesn't like a good shot of Jameson, huh? It's a beer... Nice Budweiser. Jameson and a Budweiser. There's no better combo. Feel that burn. Then you feel the coolness. Then you go outside for a dart. You feel a different burn. And then you're in Winnipeg, so it's minus 40. It's a different coolness. Your body's just all over the place, and it's a ride that I enjoy. It's a high G-force roller coaster. It's very difficult to give up. But the hangovers are killing me. The hangovers are killing me. I mean, it's not, we're not talking about a one-day hangover anymore. We're talking about a two-day. Like, like, I mean, I, and I just, you know, back-to-back three days in a row of getting pretty tuned up. So I'm looking at the next four days of just, ugh. You know those nothing days where you don't do anything? Just four days of... Maybe not four days. I went for a workout today. Felt pretty good. I just got to power through. But I haven't felt that 100%. I haven't felt 100% in a while. That's a problem. You should feel like 100% every day. Why can't I be like David Goggins? Huh? That guy's doing 6,000 push. That guy's on his 6,000th push-up right now. I don't know if that guy's ever been hungover. I've been on Instagram lately. I've been watching. Maybe that's why I feel like shit. I've been watching a lot of the... um, things like motivational videos. And... um, Yeah, nothing makes you feel like shit quicker than just seeing a uh, a barrage of these grind set motivation billionaires club Instagram reels starting to get to me. Everyone's got advice. Everyone's preaching, you know, and it's annoying to me. I find this annoying, and I can't stop watching it. 
really know what I want to say about that. <laughs> maybe I feel like shit because they make it seem like they do it all the time. And maybe David Goggins, maybe David Goggins and and Jocko Willink or whatever the fuck, maybe they do it all the time. And I'm just a pussy who can't do it. But I feel like at least a couple of these guys have days where they just feel like shit. Well, exactly, bro. Of course we do, bro. But that's exactly when you got to get up and you got to get to a routine. You got to get to this. But shut the fuck up. I'm well aware of what needs to be done. Doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that I'm always necessarily going to do it. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes, yeah, okay. Um, rise and grind, we gotta go in there. Sometimes I'm gonna, you know, lose out, you know, and get some Mary Browns, get the two-piece meal, the big Mary on the side, can of bubbly, because I don't like the sugar. And I'll polish that off. And I'll just look at Skip, just look. I just want to see what's out there. I'm not actually going to get some. I just had the Baron Browns. Of course, I'm not going to order anything right now. Oh, wow. Oh, daily. There's a daily burger. Yeah, daily burger. Wow, that is interesting. Hmm, yeah. I'll get that next time. Next time when I'm not full from the from the Mary Browns. Wow, these are reasonable prices. The, wow. This is really cheap. I mean, you know, I could probably... You know what? I'll know. I'll get a burger now. And I'll eat it later. I'll eat the burger later. Because I'm not super full right now. I might as well get something. But I don't want to eat, you know, I want something hot right now. And I don't want to eat the whole burger. So I'll tell you what. I'll get a double chili dog and I'll eat that now. And then I'll get a bacon deluxe cheeseburger, a double, with you know, with an extra patty. I'll get that and I'll save that for later. And then in between the chili dog and the um, bacon cheese double deluxe burger, uh, I'll do push-ups and I'll, I'll get a good workout in. So the way that, like all this protein, I'll go straight to my muscle mass. You know what I mean? I'll, I won't gain any weight. And I think that that sounds like a smart plan. And I'm going to do that. And I'm ordering it. And I think I'm going to, yeah, I'll probably just eat all this food right now and masturbate and fall asleep. I think that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, let's do that. And as you're sitting there, trying to fall asleep, and your body's like, all right. Your digestive system's like, all right, we got, I guess we're digesting this now too. (laughs) You sit there on your Instagram and you scroll through videos. And everyone is crushing life. Everyone is going to be a billionaire. Everyone's going to be a fucking millionaire. Everyone knows exactly what they're focused on their goals. They've got goals. They've got a plan and they're doing it. Everyone is crushing it out there. Then you look down at your gitch, and you've got a mustard stain on your gitch. You've got mustard stains on your underwear. 
And then it dawns on you that, ah, man. Not really crushing it. So you're like, no, well, we'll nap. And tomorrow will be a different day. And then you wake up. And it's not. It's, it's a very similar day. Maybe not in food intake. Maybe not in... Um, you know, maybe you're a bit more productive. But it doesn't seem like you have this uh, zest and vigor that you should have. You're supposed to have it. Rise and fucking grind. The world is your oyster. Get to a shucking. I'd like one of these motivation assholes to just one day say, listen, you're going to wake up some days and you're going to feel like a piece of shit and you're going to act like a piece of shit and don't let it get you down. Feel free to be a piece of shit once in a while. It doesn't make you a piece of shit just because occasionally you happen to feel and act like one. Signed up for Instagram in order to uh, in order to help my comedy career, um, and so far it hasn't. <laughs> well, I guess it sort of has actually. I got a uh, email from the new Booker of Just for Laughs who reached out and. It's going to catch me at the Just for Life showcase on March 8th, so that's that's pretty good. And he never would have been able to get a hold of me without that Instagram account, so it's doing good. Mostly, though, I mean, I don't know if you've been on Instagram, but there are babes out there. It's incredible. It's very distracting. It's a huge time. It's a huge time suck. It really is. And if it's not the babes, it's the animals. Cats, dogs, they're doing all sorts of funny shit. So I gotta get my head out the gram. Gotta get my head out of the Instagram. There are some ridiculous accounts. The amount of accounts that get popular. Some of these accounts that... that, uh, there's this one account called like uh, Haley and Kendra, and it's just two lesbians who have this cute couple dynamic going on. It's nauseating. It is brutal. And like they they will say like cute stuff to each other, but the pickup like they're just it it makes you want to throw your phone in the toilet. Don't flush. Don't flush yet. You gotta take a shit on top of the phone and then just flush the entire soup down the toilet. 
That's what it makes you want to do. There's this little thing that they do where they do pickup lines, and she'll be like, she'll be like, um, and it's all pretty disgusting stuff. I don't know how you're allowed to. <laughs> it's pretty perverted. Like, not perverted, but it's sexually in nature. So it's like, uh, like this the, one of the lesbians asked, always does pickup lines on the other lesbian. So she's like, uh, uh, she'll be like, uh, what was one that I saw? Um, she's like, oh, babe, your ears look cold. Do you want earmuffs? And then she's like, oh, that's okay. And then she's like, really? Because I could use your thighs as my earmuffs. And then the other, Haley's like, oh, hey. And this has like 250,000 likes. It's it's astounding. It's insane. And some of them get like even grosser. Like it's insane. She's like, what's your favorite type of juice? <laughs> She's like, oh, I don't know, apple. She's like, my favorite juice is your juices. And it's like, Jesus Christ. How is there not an age restriction on this? There's fucking 12-year-olds watching this shit. It's, it's insane. Got me thinking, though. I think I'm going to start my own. It's going to be like a gay version, though. Instead of Haley and Kendra, it'll be like Harley and Kendall. And they'll be like, hey, Kendall, uh, would you ever donate blood? He'll be like, nah, maybe, why? Okay, good. Because after I fuck you in the ass and you're on the toilet taking a shit, you're going to donate a lot of blood. Hey! <laughs> hey, Kendall. Yeah. Uh, do you do you prefer chocolate or vanilla? Uh, I don't know, vanilla. Oh, really? Because the way where you're sucking your own shit off my cock last night, I figured you were a chocolate man. Hey! Fucking twelve year olds watching this. <sighs> Uh, this is definitely not the um, best episode out of the three, but it doesn't matter. It is an episode. And I'm thinking by episode 50, this show will either be done or we'll be able to see this amazing progression, this amazing improvement in rhetoric and oration skills, the ability to communicate ideas clearly and effectively the problem is i have no ideas that's the issue here i have no ideas i have nothing to say i have nothing to talk about so far i i out of the two and a half hours of podcast time that i've done i probably spoke for about an hour and a half about how i have nothing to talk about <laughs> That's that's what's gonna be. That's what this podcast is gonna be about. It's gonna be about how this is a shit podcast. Get real meta with it.
Let's see what's in the news today. Canada to hold referenda. Oh, hell yeah. Here we go. Here's a news story. Canadian forces. Oh, it's a YouTube video. Hang on. Let's take a look here. Mystery surrounds objects shot down by U.S. military. The U.S. military is unsure what three flying objects it shot out of the skies over North America were and how they were able to stay aloft. He added, wow, listen to this. As it was traveling 20,000 feet, it could have interfered with commercial or air traffic. They've shot down four objects so far. A military commander said it could be a gaseous type of, gaseous type of balloon or some type of propulsion system. He added he could not rule out that the objects were extraterrestrials. Fuck yeah. Aliens are here, man. And not a moment too soon in my book. You ever notice how it's weird? It's a little strange. You know, ever since I started this podcast, there's been a lot more activity in terms of aliens and uh, war. I feel like this podcast is what is, um, could be a gate, some sort of dimensional gate. It's a communication device. I mean, let's face it, if aliens are listening right now, they're listening to this podcast. There's just two aliens in a ship just going, oh, fuck. some alien extremely bored slightly less enthused than he was before he put this podcast on they're like so you guys want to fly over earth they're like ugh whatever Opinion. The strange objects in U.S. airspace may be an even bigger problem than we thought. This is by Peter Bergen of CNN. They're actually talking about, there's actually mainstream, we're having mainstream discussions now about extraterrestrial objects. That's pretty cool. I like that. Aliens were always cool. Um, but now they're here. And I welcome them.
I always like to think that I would be cool if I got abducted by aliens, but I don't think so. I think I'd be terrified and I'd be screaming like a little bitch. I really do. I always like to think that I would be cool in any situation. Like, I always thought about war scenarios. Everyone else would be losing their brains and I'd be like, Don't worry, boys. We'll fucking follow me. It wouldn't be the case. I would be the guy wigging out. I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, Tyler, relax. It's just physical training. We're still in Canada. I'm like, it's all over, man. I can't take it. What is that? What is that? And they'd be like, dude, that's the mess hall. We're going to go eat some food. I'm like, oh, God. Johnny, no! He's like, what? I'm like, no! He's like, why are you yelling at me? We're... (laughs) Joe Rogan says that in order to succeed, you have to be willing to fail. And I think this podcast episode demonstrates that I am willing to do that. Alright, if nothing else, I am a terrific failure. I handle failure fantastically. I've got a lot of practice at it. So when I fail at something, I'm just like, yep. All good. Not a problem. Throw it on the pile. That's what I say. I should have invested in AMC when I had the chance. I should have invested in Bitcoin. You know, when I turned 19, 20 years old, I forget when it was. But I went to the bank and I had a TD account and I set it up and they gave me a credit card for, I think, $7,500. And my dad warned me, he said, dude, this is a big responsibility. Be careful with this. Because this can can change, this will change your life. Okay? This is a big deal. This is not, this is no joke. This is responsibility. And I said, yeah, yeah, fuck off. And I went to town. Nothing big. I didn't buy a couch or a TV or anything. I think I did buy a TV. Um, TV. <laughs> I bought a TV. Pretty sure Xbox. Bought a bunch of shit. Mostly, though, I just spent it on little stuff. Just little stuff here and there. There at a time. A little bit of booze here. A little bit of cash of withdrawal here. Pack of darts, pack of darts, pack of darts. And before I know it, that puppy was maxed. And then when the bank wanted payment, I said, fuck you. Come and get it. And they said, Mr. Penner, I mean, you have to pay this back. And I said, no, I don't. I don't have to do that. I don't have to do a goddamn thing. Because you're, you're a bank. You're evil. And then I got into the conspiracy theories and I was convinced that the world was going to end. So I was like, wow. This world's about to end. 
There's no fucking joy. And I'm going to spend the last of my days worrying about this shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Suck a dick, TD Visa. And in hindsight, that was the wrong decision. <laughs> in hindsight, I should have paid that back. I wasn't ready for a credit card of that size. And the fact that they gave it to me, it actually does prove that the bank is evil. It really does. And that happened 15 years ago, approximately. And I have built my credit up to the solid 302 score that it is today. Doing a lot of work to get out of the 280s, but I did it. And at this rate, in another 90 years of solid, solid, solid financial practices, I will... Um, be able to take out a small, high-interest, short-term loan for a extremely affordable vehicle. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, if, if that's what... Uh, I mean, isn't that what we're working for here on Earth? Isn't that the whole reason we're here on Earth? Is to... Uh, shore up our credit score. I think so. I think that's why we're here. And that's why the aliens are here. You know, That's why they're coming down now. You know, the big crash is about to happen. They want to get in on the... Um, Ground floor, because when everything crashes, that's actually the perfect time to buy. It really is. You know, you want to uh, you want to buy when everything's crashed. That's how the billionaires become trillionaires. Everyone else uh, loses out. But if you've got enough money, that's when you buy. You buy low. You sell high. I, I, that's just my opinion. That's 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 what I think you should do. People might disagree with that, but I think that you should buy low and sell high. Because when you do that, you um, uh, you make money. Buy low, sell high. I should write a book about this. I really should. I should write a book. A financial book. Call it like, uh, you know, you know, the difference... You know, what makes a father, you know, the difference between a good father and a bad father. I'll call it Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I'll write a book. Um, because people should know this. I don't think anyone really knows how to play the stock market. But, man, if you use that strategy to buy low and sell high, man, you could make a lot of money. Possibly. No guarantees, of course.
you know, in hindsight, I should have probably done a bit of prep work for this episode. But that's okay. We just have to do our time. This is just a practice. This is just a series of practice episodes. And I'm glad that you can listen with me to me practicing. Practicing what? That was a question. I'm asking you, what am I practicing? I think that I enjoy. Chili. (laughs) Well, I should probably just end it at this point. I think maybe... (laughs) (laughs) This is not cute anymore. Um, And and, and you know what? Eventually I'm just going to start making up stories. You know, I'm just going to come to this podcast and I'm just going to start making up shit. I think that's that's really the future of podcasting. It's just made up shit. It's mostly made up anyways. I could just come out here and I could tell you a story. Like this one time the other day. I was walking down the street, and this guy comes up to me, and uh, he goes, have you heard the good news? I said, "Um, no. And he says, would you like to hear it? And I said, well, it depends. I mean, I'm just trying to go to Safeway. He's like, well, yeah, I know. This won't take long. Oh, sorry, you're going to Safeway? And I said, yeah, I'm going to Safeway. He's like, what are you getting? I'm like, what does it matter? He's like, well, I'm just curious. And I said, okay, well, I'm going in there. I'm going to get a sandwich. I'm going to get some coffee. I'm going to head up to Deli Bar and see what's over there. You know? He's like, what do you mean Deli Bar? I'm like, the the, fuck, the place where they, um, you know, have chicken fingers and, and little pieces of fish and chicken wings and french fries and stuff like that. He's like, oh, wow. Oh, okay. And I said, yeah, why? What? He's like, well, you mind if I tag along? I can come with you. And I said, well, I, I mean, I'd rather not. I don't know you. He's like, well, what difference does it make? We're just going to walk in together in Safeway. What's the problem? I said, the problem is, is that you're just some random guy that I met outside. Say, I don't know who you are. I don't know you. Now what? We're going to shop together like we're buddies? I don't. What do you want? And he was like, I just wanted to know if you had heard the good news. I'm like, what good news? He's like, that's a relative. I answered the question. Have you heard it? I'm like, okay, no, I haven't. What do you, what good news? And he was like, well, let me walk with you in Safeway. I'll let you know. And I said, oh, fuck it, fine. Just fine. So we walked in the Safeway. 
And we walk down this aisle. And he's not saying anything, man. Now he's quiet. And I'm walking to the uh, refrigerator. I got to, you know, get some cream for my coffee or whatever. But now he's not saying anything. So I look over. I'm like, the fu- I'm, what's the good news? And he's like, well, the good news is that um, you just made a new friend. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I didn't make shit. Get the fuck away from me. This guy's like, listen, pal, we're going to shop together. And you know what's fucking good for you? You're going to shut the fuck up and act like we're buddies. I said, what? And he says, what? It's exactly what I said. Shut the fuck up, shop, and be my friend. Then he reaches down and he pulls out this knife. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And he's like, yeah, whoa, 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 my ass. All right, we're just going to shop like buddies. So we go down to the coffee, and I'm grabbing coffee, and I'm shaking at this point. I don't know what this guy's going to do, but he's clearly a fucking complete psycho. So I reach the Folgers, the hazelnut, and he goes, no, no, not hazelnut. You don't need any flavor in your fucking coffee. And I'm like, that's what I always get. He's like, yeah, and look where it brought you. Look where you are. You're 36 years old. Right? Your credit score's in the tank, and you still don't really know what it is you want to do. And guess what? All of this, you did all this drinking hazelnut coffee. Hazelnut coffee led you to where you are today. Do you really want to keep drinking hazelnut coffee? Don't you want to maybe switch it up? And I said, the guy's got a point. The guy's got a point. So I went for the Maxwell house. And we kept walking. And we went to the deli bar. And I grabbed one of those little white boxes. And I grabbed the tongs. And I just started shoveling chicken fingers in this box. This man took his knife and just placed it against my hand. And he said, how much is enough? How much is enough? And I said, you know what, shut the fuck up. Let me eat some chicken fingers here, please. And he's like, yeah, fair enough. And he was cool about it. And then we went to the self-checkout and he helped me bag my stuff. And then we left. And that man's name was... Jerry. And now you know the rest of the story. I used to 
sit on the stairs of my house and play Legos. And my mom would be in the kitchen making dinner. And we would listen to Paul Harvey on the radio in the afternoons. And it was very nutritional. It's very nutritious. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should become nutritious. Stuart McLean type character. Billy had on his second parka. A parka that his father had given him. Early one day when they went sledding together. And as he zipped up that parka. He noticed the old ski lift ticket. From the very same chairlift. Where they had met. On riding. You know? This isn't even a uh, podcast episode. This is just a window into my brain right now. And I can't... I had a policy at the beginning of this podcast episode. um, Or podcast. Taping this podcast. That... um, Whatever I recorded, I would record. I would put it out there for better or worse. I don't know if I can air this episode. I don't know if I can do it. I mean, this is terrible. This last hour has been awful. And I wish that it didn't exist. And I think other people are going to wish that it didn't exist. Um, I know the aliens wish that this doesn't exist. But at the same time, if you don't deserve me at this episode, you don't deserve me at my good episodes that may or may not happen someday. So go fuck yourself. That's the podcast episode today. God damn it. I'm a true professional. I did my fucking time. 55 minutes. Look at that. Granted, 37 minutes of that was dead air. And 28 of those minutes were a complete window into my psychopathy. But it doesn't matter. All right? Pros do what pros do. Big shout out to... Folgers, um, hazelnut cream coffee, Keurig cups. Big shout out to the song. Um, uh, well, the big, big, big shout out to the band Pile in general. Great band, good band, and uh, big shout out to. Uh, Big shout out to my buddy, uh, I don't don't know, man, TK? Yeah, TK's cool. I like TK. He's funny. Tyler Kotowski, check him out when you get the chance. Funny dude, good dude. That's the podcast episode, guys. Thanks for hanging in there. All right.
have fun, and, uh, you know, keep on, keep trucking, keep on trucking. Yeah.